Hey, well, this is uh, Council Member Cindy Claycomb. I'm the Council Member for District 6, and today I'm joined by the new Vice Mayor. <laughs> Brandon Johnson. <laughs> yes, and so I'm the outgoing Vice Mayor. I thought maybe we could give just a little kind of idea to people of how Vice Mayor is chosen. So I'm going to let you describe that because you're yeah. the new Vice Mayor. Yeah, uh, I guess all the technical stuff is there is a, uh, I forget the term, but a, I guess a rotation that happens every year we approve the succession order. Yeah. So it's the next person to succeed that becomes the vice mayor. And the person who is next, we'll talk to council members one-on-one -on -one and just kind of let them know that we're interested in being vice mayor, of course. And then if, if we are accepting of it, then at the council meeting, the outgoing vice mayor will nominate the incoming vice mayor, and then the council will approve from there. And it's really a, a it's a fun process. I mean, we I used to joke about the succession order, like, hey, if everybody goes out of town, that means I'm the mayor for the day. <laughs> um, but you know, we have that, and it is a formal process. And then we vote at the meeting, and then the new vice mayor gets sworn in by the judge. Yeah, and you know, I think it's a it's an honor because we are voted, even though there is a secession plan. We don't have to stick to that if we didn't think someone would represent us well. Right. And so I think it's an honor. I found it to be an honor to be voted in by my fellow council members. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I, I know I said it at the meeting, but it to me it's a big deal. I mean, you know, you're the vice mayor, you're in, in that leadership position, and, you know, you engage with the meetings with the county and, and other groups, and it, it's a big deal. And, again, you get voted in, you have the confidence of your colleagues, and especially when it's unanimous, so it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to your leadership in that regard this year. Oh, thank you, thank you. And it was great, you know, having your leadership as vice mayor as well and your expertise. And, and I don't know if the general public uh, knows how much now council member Claycomb worked on railroad and, and everything else, but just having you there, steady leadership, uh, knowing that you do your research and always informed and helping inform us has been great. Thanks. Thanks. Well, I enjoy, you know, I like this job, so that yeah. always helps, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, and this week on city council, we had some pretty interesting things, I think. I, I want to start by talking about the sports museum for the Riverfront Baseball Stadium. Yeah. So I'm on the baseball oversight committee, so I've been really involved in the building of the stadium and construction, and now one of the last things we're doing is actually putting that museum in. And um, I know that people listening can't see it, but I brought for, for Vice Mayor Johnson to see just some pictures of the um, of what uh, EB and um, SJCF who won the contract uh, showed us to to entice us yeah and I, and I was joking before we got started today I wish you all could see this the the whole packet looks like a, a baseball with baseball leather and the stitches in it. it it's a wonderful presentation but they've done some great work I mean these these images are amazing I'm hoping we incorporate a little bit of everything we're looking at right now into our museum yeah, it's going to be tough to decide, right, yeah. what, what we do. And the other, uh, I think, exciting thing about this is the National Baseball Congress, NBC, is going to collect and document memorabilia. And they owe us, they owe the city, they have a loan with us of $75,000, and they're going to get to work that off by collecting and uh, documenting that memorabilia. Yeah. I think it'd be great for folks to, to go through that museum. And again, just on the stadium in general right now, looking at some of the artwork and the history displayed of baseball here in Wichita is just great. So I know this would be even better. 
Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited to start playing baseball in the spring. So yeah. This will yeah. be another. Me too. Fingers crossed. I know. I know. <laughs> we also did some design funding, approved design funding for a couple of capital improvement projects. One of those was in District 6. We have a bridge. It's the Amundin Bridge over the Arkansas River, and it's in pretty bad shape. And so I was pretty excited to hear that we're going to look at design of that and then rehabilitation. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I always like seeing those projects in, in District 1. We, we redid two bridges, one on Douglas and then one on First Street. And the neighborhood really got engaged and said, can you not just give us black iron rods? And we said, yeah, I mean, what do you want? And they talked about this, um, I forget the kind of green it is, but basically a kind of acknowledgement of the area and the history and I think something with the military and it came out great and people love it we've heard really good feedback so those projects are always fun and impactful for decades to come yeah and those bridges look really nice yeah I I think those are fantastic bridges and a a great example of what what we can do we also did some amendments to funding agreements for our homeless case management services program and so we um, people probably heard we've got some CARES Act funding, and so Substance Abuse Center of Kansas got some additional money, Mental Health Association, and Open Door. So I'm I'm excited about that. But I think the really big news is the Department of Treasury Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Yeah, $12 million going towards that is, is a huge deal. And we all know through the pandemic, people struggled with rent and and landlords struggle with collecting it, and that's how some people put food on their plates. And this is just another opportunity to make sure that that rent can get paid, the landlord's taken care of, the rentee is taken care of, and they get to stay in there. And $12 million, we're, we're hoping, can make a real impact on that. Yeah, I think it can. And, you know, Director of Housing Sally Stang explained the other day, too, that this isn't just rent that's in arrears. They can actually help people going forward if they continue to need that help and I think over the next year people are still going to need help because of the pandemic yeah yeah as this was again shout out to Sally Sally's amazing oh. glad Sally's here in Wichita I know um, two individuals that was at another place in district one that were talking about rent and how they were behind and the last program helped them they just got a new job, but then because of COVID, they can't start for four weeks. Yeah. So they were like, how can I pay rent in January? And this is a wonderful opportunity for them to say, hey, look, we don't know what our job's doing. Can you pay my next two or three months until I can start working and I'll be okay and caught up? Like, this is this is wonderful. Yeah, and that really helps people because if they're worried about you know, housing, then it's hard for them to go out and look for work, and it just becomes a spir- a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, with kids going back to school, if you're worried about that, it's just a lot of stress on the household. So this is one tool that just really helps out. Yeah, I think so, too. The other thing, we saw this, but we deferred the vote on our 2021 state legislative agenda. And so every year we have a agenda that uh, we use with the state legislators. And so next week we're going to vote on it. Yep, we'll vote on that Tuesday. And I know some people are, are wondering about the process. You know, COVID changed a lot and challenged us. And, you know, we normally will have bigger meetings about this uh, this year, you know, or this coming year into now has been virtual. But we wanted to delay another week just to make sure folks had an opportunity to give more feedback on it. And I know I've received a little bit, but we'll vote on that Tuesday. And again, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, go check it out uh, and let us know what you think. Yeah, it's a pretty extensive legislative agenda. So in addition to the legislative agenda, we're also next week going to vote on 2021 railroad crossing improvements. And I looked this up. We have 185 
railroad crossings in the city of Wichita. <laughs> That's a lot. And, and I seem to drive across every one of yeah, them every day, yeah. right? And we're, or we hear about them. Yeah. And we're going to vote on spending 150000 of CIP, capital improvement money, to improve some of those crossings, not all 185. I think there's a rotation. They look at the yeah. very worst and yeah. work that way. They start with the worst on that. And, and then it, for everybody uh, listening, CIP is something we approve. It's a 10-year document, but it changes. So these funds were already allocated towards this type of work. Yeah. I get a lot of um, feedback from people when those railroad crossings are improved about how nice that is. Yeah. And you don't hear that yeah. when you're going by. Yeah. And you just wonder <laughs> if your car is going to all hold together. That's yeah. that's mine. So, And then I think um, probably one of the most exciting things we're going to vote on next week is authorizing um, some additional use of Hyatt proceeds. And I know this is near and dear to your heart. Oh, yeah. this This is something that I've I've cared about before a council, but especially on council. So in um, 2017, uh, my predecessor, Councilwoman Williams, put some dollars towards an effort uh, in 67214. This really still falls within that. It's just not allocated towards the organization that we were working with. There were a lot of challenges, and then COVID just kind of really stopped all progress. But throughout the pandemic, we heard from a lot of small businesses that wanted some form of help, some gap financing. They couldn't get PPP loans, or they couldn't get uh, higher funds from the state or any of the other funds. There were just gaps in there. They maybe needed a little bit more. And so we've been talking, uh, we being myself, the city manager, uh, the Create campaign about what can we do to fill those gaps. And we have an opportunity to decommit the funds that were committed to the other effort, which is $93,000, and put it towards helping businesses in a small business revolving loan fund where you know, you take out a small loan and you pay it back and it stays there so we can help as many businesses as possible. And honestly, as you'll hear Tuesday, this, this starts in District 1. We've actually talked about if we can get enough investment, expanding that throughout the city of Wichita. But the start right now is in District 1. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, the program is shaping up really nice. We'll have a, a small presentation about that, and then we'll start seeing some real results from that pretty soon, I think. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I think it's a great program, like you said, and maybe at some point we'll be able to you know, roll it out across the city. But I think this is a great place to to start and uh, Christina Long and the Create Campaign have just she just has a great track record with helping small businesses so I'm excited for that partnership. Oh yeah yeah me too and and just the way she thinks about everything her experience and being involved with Network Kansas and all the Uh other uh, funding opportunities really puts her in a unique spot to fill those gaps know what those issues are and expand this fund I mean that that was kind of our broader conversation like this is a great way to get started but how do we make this accessible to everybody as we go forward and trying to seek uh, potential donors into that and I think she might have some in mind already so uh, yeah I'm sure she does I'm <laughs> yeah. sure she does knowing Christina well this has been great to uh, get to chat with you we haven't got to do one of these I think this no, is our yeah, first one this is our first time together yeah so I get to do it at, with you as first time as vice mayor yeah so <laughs> That's cool. Well, I hope everybody has a great week, yeah. great weekend, and then great week next week. Yep, and enjoy all the MLK celebrations that are uh, virtual this year, of course. But there's uh, a few things posted online already, I think, from TCAM, uh, Discomfort and Grace, and then the Greater Wichita Ministerial League will have a program, I believe, will be posted Sunday. But uh, as far as I know, no parade this year or anything, just because we want to be safe. But yeah. definitely enjoy the programming this weekend. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.